It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank each of you for being our listener today. I'm very grateful for each one of you. And I am just overly excited today to have with me, returning on a monthly basis, Deb Matlock. And today, she is going to speak on the power of intuition and how animals and nature help us use it. Oh, man, if you can't tell that I'm excited, I am really excited. (laughs) So, Deb, (laughs) could you please introduce yourself today and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Thank you for having me on again. Yeah, my name is Deb Matlock, and I'm in Colorado. I have a small business called Wild Rhythms, and my focus is supporting and nurturing the deep and sacred connection between people and the earth and animals and the world of spirit and all the different ways we can explore that relationship is is what gets me excited. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, that is just beautiful. That just goes right along with your website, Wild Rhythms. I just love it, Earth Animals and Spirit. How beautiful. Well, that'll just fall right in to the power of intuition today on the topic. So how does intuition really allow us to access the animal part inside of us to bring out, uh, to think about what our intuitions are? Yeah, that's a beautiful question. You know, when I think of intuition, the first thing I think of is how do I define it? And I kind of personally define it as a, as a deep knowing that that comes to me in a way that may not necessarily be through my rational mind. You know, and each one of us can sort of do our own little journey there with what does intuition mean to us? But when I think of it as as knowing that comes from a deep place, it comes from, in my mind, a wild place, a place of wild connection, that place where we really are in our our animal self, our our very uh, primal and connected to the earth and to the rhythms of the seasons and all those things. You know, from that place within us is where I think we can find and access this deep knowing, these deep insights that we all have. I definitely don't think intuition is some special... um, Ability. I think it's something that's as natural to all of us as breathing, really. I agree. I totally agree. And with, to me, it's kind of listening in the silence and listening to that really small voice. And I just, sometimes I just have to step back. I know the other morning I was out and I didn't really hear it till I just stopped. Something inside of me said, just listen. And the birds were just, singing so loud I'm like how did I miss this (laughs) and it was just like something inside of me said stop and listen and I'm like okay that's my intuition telling me what I need to be receiving for the day (laughs) yeah that's such a great example too because I think sometimes we can get caught up in the idea that intuition is something that 
we need to count on in those big moments, you know, the, the big life changing moments, the times we're making scary big decisions or, or times that we're, um, you know, really second guessing ourselves. But, but I think with intuition and, and part of what, you know, makes me think about the way that the animals, other animals exist in the world is that it's, it's kind of with us all the time. And your example is beautiful. It's like, stop and listen. You know, did that did that change your life in drastic ways? Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. But it was a beautiful piece, you know. And, and uh, intuition, I think, is that friend that we have with us 24-7. And sometimes it's in the big moments. Other times it's in the moment of, hey, you should go get gas. I mean, that's when I had a couple weeks ago. I wasn't planning on getting gas. I was doing other errands. And then I, I got this. I thought, okay, I'll go get it. I wasn't thinking that. Turns out the whole rest of the week was so busy, and I ended up needing to drive more. It was really convenient that I had gotten gas. Well, that was my intuition. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about it. It didn't probably save my life or change it in a big way, but it made it a little more convenient. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, that is a great example. Just those little everyday things that we just sometimes, like if you would have ignored that, then you'd have been busy running, and the next thing you knew, you was like, oh, no, now I don't have time to get gas. i got to go do that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and so it was just a nice little gift, you know, from my intuition to me to say, let's make your life a little easier. <laughs> exactly. You know, in that case. Definitely. But, um, yeah. <laughs> well, why, why, in your experience, why do you think us humans have such a hard time of listening to our intuition, and the animals seem to have a much easier way to grasp that intuition. In your experiences, why do you feel that is, why is it that way? <laughs> yeah, you know, my my thoughts on that are a couple of different pieces. One is that uh, in modern Western culture, we live in a culture that, that really values a certain way of knowing and a certain way of thinking about the world. And, you know, that's a very a very linear and rational way. And and those, you know, that has a huge important role to play. There's nothing wrong with thinking linearly and being rational. And, I mean, those things help my life every day, you know. But we aren't, many of us are not taught to honor the intuitions we have as little children. And we're not, we're not shown examples in our own families and in our communities where intuition is highly, highly valued. I often hear people share stories about one member of their family, you know, maybe their grandmother had a really strong intuitive sense, and but it was oftentimes under the table or, or kind of kept to herself. And it was only in, in people reflecting that they, they realize how valuable that was. So I think part of it is a cultural paradigm that says this is not valuable, we don't need to cultivate this, we don't need to honor it. And then the other piece where I think we can really tie with the animal, the rest of the animal kingdom, is that, you know, the sensory awareness and the things that bring us into our body and really into our surroundings, you know, being tuned into what we're hearing, seeing, feeling, all those things really bring us into our body and kind of out of our rational minds and then Mm -hmm. into the landscape, into the places where we are. And I think that that's something that when I observe wild animals or even my own domestic companions, uh, you know, they're, they're in, you know, people call it instinctual when we see it in animals. You know, well, that was an instinctual behavior. Well, how is that different than intuition is the question I have. Because when I feel intuition in myself, it feels pretty darn instinctual. 
<laughs> Definitely. Well, I even think of like my dogs. I mean, my little red healer, he is a very, he, I would say his intuition tells him what is happening a lot of times and people he picks out people he likes people he doesn't like and we had a young girl come and do a internship with us a couple years ago and we knew from the moment she got to the place that she would be an excellent fit here because he took to her just instantly it was it was just absolutely incredible and we have bonded so with that girl i call her my adopted daughter and i'm like when i think back to what he did it was his intuition that told us she's a fit we we have to have her here <laughs> oh i love that example i think our animals are so wise in that way i i absolutely agree i've I've experienced some some similar things where I, I had a cat once. I was dating a, a gentleman, and he was a perfectly nice guy. My cat really didn't like him. And whenever he came over, my cat would get up on the tables and knock stuff off. Just, And he never did that any other time. <laughs> and it turned out it really wasn't the right relationship for me. You know, it wasn't that this person was an evil, nasty person. It just really wasn't a good place for me. And my cat knew that from the first date. I said, well, listen to him. I could have saved a few months of, you know. Oh, that is so good. Yeah, what a similar story. Because, yes, it is, it is just amazing how their intuition works like that. And I, I trust it. I totally trust it because I, I watch them and I'm like, okay, they're good with it. Things are good. Right. And even weather changes. They seem, I have one dog that's really scared of lightning and thunder. And so she doesn't even want to go out of the house, even if it's not doing it yet. It's like she knows it's coming. I'm not going out there. And sure enough, before long, we're getting some noise from the sky. And I'm like, she knew that. (laughs) Yeah, and I remember hearing in the news many years ago, I think there was a tsunami. Um, I don't remember exactly where it was, but the stories of the wild animals taking higher ground, you know, a day or so before when there was no indication to the human world. Um, right. But, you know, their connection to the place, their their sensing of the rhythms and, like you said, the changes, and, and then trusting how that felt in their bodies, and they just followed it. And so they evacuated themselves well before the human communities got wind of it, in some cases not be able to evacuate Mm-hmm. If we would only just observe what they're doing and realize that they are, in their way, they are telling us things. If we could only take the time and realize that, I think it is just beautiful how they speak to us in different ways, just like that, even the wild animals. I love that. <laughs> oh, and I think you're exactly right. I think that intuition is that it is a communication in a way, you know, and when we are connected with the animals around us it and allow their inputs to help us access our own intuition, it's a, it's a beautiful dance of communication. Yes, yes, I, I totally agree. That's why I totally feel to be very grateful for every animal friendship that you have, be it a wild animal that you just see or 
the birds in the sky. I mean, you still have a friendship with them. I see so many birds on a daily basis. I mean, I don't know if they're the same ones, but the robins are just everywhere right now. I'm going, oh, that's even a beautiful friendship to have with them and with our domesticated animals. I mean, the friendships are just, they they treasure us, and I feel as humans we need to totally treasure and be grateful to them back because they, they bring so much to our lives. <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely well, agree. And and we can learn so much about the way that they you know, take the time to soak in where they are and, and um mm-hmm. you know, I watch my dogs go outside and the first thing they do is, is stop and smell and look around and well one of them runs out and then barks and then stops and smells. But you know, they, they look <laughs> around and it's like they soak in the yard in a whole different way than I normally do. And when I try to do what they're showing it's a rich experience. I mean, it really does pull me out of my head and into my body and into the place. And um, they're very wise. Yes, yes, they are very wise. They are. They are probably sometimes. I think they're more in tune into their body than we as humans are, because they're like you said. They go out, and that's exactly what mine do. One of them does run out and bark first, and then she looks. But the yeah. other ones kind of go out and sniff around. And <laughs> so I think they are really in tune with their body and the earth is how how my thoughts are. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and I can I can definitely um, say that I'm a little envious. I mean, I wish I could feel my mm-hmm. intuition and my connection as deeply as they can. Sometimes I, I notice my dog's acting strangely, and then I, I look out and see, oh, the sky, oh, we have a storm. I was too caught up in my own little human world to notice any of it. You know, I, I do envy it a little bit, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree with you totally, totally. <laughs> well, that kind of comes to, do you, it kind of explains how senses and the senses, sensory awareness contribute then to our intuition. Do you feel that we can do that too, just as well as what we've been talking about, the animals are doing it? I think so. I mean, we are animals and we have the same sensory abilities, you know, on all of our, each species, of course, has its own variation of that. Um, I know mm-hmm. I can't hear like my dogs can and they can't see like I can. And um, But I think, you know, when we allow ourselves to just be in that animal space, like you mentioned at the beginning of this show, you know, be in that animal self. And, and and realize that we interface with the whole world around us through our senses, whether we have them all or not. I mean, not all of us can use all of our senses, but the ones we do have, um, can we can rely on those and and pull us out of our thinking mind and just into our body, into our our visceral, you know, living connection with with life and the earth around us. Because, you know, I love the the idea that we as a human are an ecosystem in and of ourselves, and we're just nested mm-hmm. in other ecosystems. I mean, we're all just part of it all. And I think yes. our senses are really the bridge that take us there and remind us of that. And, you know, feeling the mud between our toes and the breeze on our cheeks is, that's, that's deep work. You know, we, we laugh when kids do it, but I think they're pretty smart. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, yes, and we all live under the same sky be it a four-legged animal or us two-legged ones, we're all under the same sky. And I just I just yeah. think that's beautiful, how, how it can all be a circle that comes together. Well, and even something I thought about 
do you feel that the clouds, sometimes there are such beautiful clouds in the sky, do you feel like we can even get our intuition sparked from them? Oh, I love that. Yeah, I think clouds and stars and, you know, I think anything that allows us to kind of focus outside of our our thinking mind for a minute. Um, But I definitely know that I've laid outside watching clouds just play around Mm -hmm. in the sky. And it's amazing the thoughts I have and the the things that kind of come up from that deep place that it's like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't taken the time to to let myself just lay here and feel and lay here and just watch the shapes of the clouds and or the stars or whatever it is that and and then just say, you know, okay, I also think it's it's a way to communicate with the natural world in a way. You know, it's like, all right, I'm open. I'm 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 open to any wisdom around anything that you want to share with me right now. Anything I can do on your behalf as a human on this earth. You know, it really takes that intuition and that communication and puts them together and you know whether intuition is coming from a side inside of us or from outside of us i mean you know i think people have talked about that for thousands of years you know is it mm-hmm. is it the voice of god or the spirit or is it our, our higher self or is it a combination of all those things but it's just it's just us being open i think is the first step mm-hmm. yes Yes. Oh, I I love that. I just I totally agree because I mean, so many times when there's clouds out and I'm outside, I'm just I'm just watching them and it just brings in I don't know, it just brings in a a peaceful feeling a lot of times when they're beautiful clouds. I mean, sometimes it's the storm clouds which brings in, you know, there's probably a storm coming, but to me that's that's a sign of our intuition to kick in and be aware of what's happening too just like the animals like i said my dog knows so it, we mm-hmm. i my thoughts are we get the signs it's just if we let our intuition lead us then or if we just ignore those and keep moving forward <laughs> oh i think you just hit on you hit it on the head right there um i think that's where you know intuition i think is available to everybody and it's about being open to those signs, letting ourselves kind of play around with it a little bit, you know, and there's no reason that we have to, um, you know, we don't have to do anything dangerous or risky. We can just like what you, your example of, of stop and listen to the birds, you know, there was nothing that was going to be harmful to you to do that, you know, mm-hmm. and so if we let ourselves, if we say, okay, I'm just going to really focus on listening to my intuition. I'm going to try to get to know how it shows up how it feels in my body, how it how it feels in my heart, what are the circumstances that make me feel like I have more access to it. And I'm just going to be curious about that, and I'm going to play with it. And if I hear a little voice or get a sensation that I need to stop and listen to the birds, I'm just going to do it. And I'm just going to see what, what life looks like when I do that for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like lifting the weights in the gym. You know, we kind of have to use that intuitive muscle if it's something that we haven't really been trusting. Yes. Oh, that is to explain it because, yes, it is. Just like the day I stopped and listened to the birds, it was like it kind of gave me a clearer thinking. I was thinking of all these things that had to get done, get done, get done, and I'm like, okay, just slow down. It will all come into place. First, you need to just take a moment. Take a moment and breathe and just listen to the beauty around you. And then everything else is, oh, 
okay, it's not as it's not as critical as I thought. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It's it's like that, that wisdom of that slowing down, that stepping into the rhythm with the birds or with the clouds, you know, letting that in, that intuition say to you, Okay, you you really do have everything. It's all good. Um and turning that mind down that's saying, but you have this to do list and it's screaming over here, you know. Uh, you know, I think it, it it takes that openness and it takes that that time, even if it's just a few seconds, to just notice. And I think that that's where we find this rich texture in our lives. Um, because I would I would guess that listening to the birds, you know, like you just described, it, it added to your day in a really beautiful yes. way. You it know, did. and, and letting really those gifts come to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm accepting those gifts and realizing how important they are and at that moment I needed that and it was it's almost like it grounds you then for the rest of the day and it's it made an imprint on me that was two or three days ago I'm like wow that was incredible (laughs) yeah yeah and three days later it still has meaning you know you're you're bringing it into Mm -hmm. this conversation it's not it's not like you forgot about it because it still matters you know that's and that's where I think the intuitions that we all can access in whatever unique ways we do that, it really is. It really is that larger conversation with spirit, with earth, with the animals. It's really a piece of that. It's just us kind of stepping into it, you know, in our wild selves. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I I totally agree. Totally. Well, and even another thought that came to my mind do you feel we can look into like our domesticated animals? Sometimes we can just look into their eyes and tap into our intuition if we just just take the time to really look into their eyes of what they're trying to tell us. Oh, I love that. You know, I, I always I love those moments with my animals where we can have those eye moments and I feel like we're just sort of connecting soul to soul. You know, it doesn't matter that I'm a human and, and my animal's a cat or a dog or, you know, whoever it is. It's like that just all dissolves and you're just kind of in that soul space. And in that space of communication, you know, to me, I feel like that's where we can communicate with each other. I feel like that's where we can access our sense of, of spirituality in some cases. I feel like we can tap into our intuition, kind of pulling our wild self and blending it with theirs. And in this moment, you know, when I'm when I'm with one of my animals in that way, I think, okay, this is this amazing huge planet full of all kinds of beings in this incredibly vast universe. So why in this moment, in this place, is it is it me and you right here? I'm holding my cat, we're staring at each other, you know, he's purring. You know, what a mystery and, and what a moment of sacredness. You know, and in those moments, yeah, I absolutely think we can access the depths of ourselves in, in ways that at least for me, are a lot more difficult if I'm rushing through traffic or focusing on email all the time. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's a gift I think from animal like my animal companions can bring to me is is that slowing down and saying, "Hey, do you want to just look at each other for a little while? Like, let's just do that." And it's so beautiful. Cherish them. I cherish those moments. Oh, I love that because yes, yes, I do. I mean, I just. It just touched my heart with that because I I lock eyes so much with my little red healer and even my horses. I have my one horse. He is he is just really personable, and he'll just come up to you and you can just you can just feel it coming through his eyes. Like, let's just be together for this moment. 
and it's it's beautiful and the cats too i mean all the animals i just i just love it i love how you can just kind of feel that inner peace when you lock lock into their eyes and it's almost like locking arms with them it's it's just beautiful <laughs> I love that. It's like walking arms. Yeah, exactly. It really is. It's across species uh-huh. lines, and uh, and I love how you're tying that with intuition because I, I, you know, I hadn't thought of it exactly that way. But when I think of those moments, you know, it, it is a, a time where I'm so much more open to my own intuition. You know, I'm just focused on being present and being alive in this moment here with this animal in this place. You know, and I'm not, my mind isn't bouncing a thousand other places. And and to me, at least from my experience, those that's kind of the ingredients. So that's what's required for me to really access that intuitive part of myself. Oh, yes, yes, I totally agree. Because at those moments, when you're doing that, it, it's almost like okay, all the other stuff is totally unimportant. You're not even thinking about it, and you are going within yourself. And it's just you and that animal, and it is it is a beautiful moment. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Our, our animals offer so much into our lives if we just take the time to let them give everything they have to give to us, be it in the wild animals or be it the domesticated or be it out in nature, even just the leaves on the trees. They just offer such beauty and just, I don't know, they're just, I love spring because I love everything. It's like a new life has begun again. It's just gorgeous. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's like if we can allow ourselves even to be to be humble and open and aware, and you know, mm-hmm. humble in the idea that we don't have all the answers and that we live in this amazing world full of all these beings, and you know, we're we're all here together, and then that open and aware, like we've talked about, you know, just like you said, the leaves on the trees and just taking that beauty in and you know, letting us breathe it in and feel it inside of ourselves and just. And just knowing that that is what connects us to the wild, the wild um, wisdom that's that's out there and also inside of us. Oh, yes, yes. Because we said we all live under the same sky. We're all in the same world, and it's just a full circle how we can all help each other and benefit together, rather than pulling apart. Just come together and benefit from one another. What we have to offer. That yes, yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, Deb, this interview has gone so quickly. Again, I just love our monthly chats. It is so much fun, and I I I love this one. I love the power of intuition and how the animals and nature help us use it and pull it all together. So as we come to a close. Do you have some final tips and thoughts you would like to leave with our listeners today on this? You know, I think a fun one to go with is just if somebody's really interested in exploring their intuition, even if it already feels like a strong part of life, you know, to deepen the intuition, is just to say, okay, for this next week or some certain amount of time, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna consciously be open. I'm gonna each morning I'm just gonna say, All right, today I am living in my intuition. I'm open, I'm listening, I'm aware, and just kind of observing what what things show up. Do you, you know? Do you get a voice that says, "Listen to the birds"? You know? Do you do you um, feel the urge to go buy gas on a day you weren't planning on buying gas? You know? And just really tracking 
what what comes up and and then sort of just seeing for for every, you know for ourselves what what you know buffet that puts in front of us of how we how our days look when we're really letting our intuition be in the driver's seat yeah. uh, oh those are beautiful tips and thoughts to just just listen listen to your inner self and uh just listen to what that little voice is telling you and then follow it and see where it takes you and how your world can change. Oh, I love that. That was beautiful, yeah, it's Deb. Playful. It's fun and playful. Yes. You know, no expectations, no high stakes. <laughs> That's right. And very simple to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's neat, too. Oh, that was beautiful. Well, Deb, I want to thank you so much again for being my monthly guest on uh, Robust Lifestyle Show. This has been awesome. I had so much fun. <laughs> Oh, likewise, and I'm I'm just honored, and I, I'm already looking forward to the next one. So thank you again for having me on. Oh, you are so welcome, and yes, I'm looking forward to our chat in June also. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this incredible interview with our amazing diva, Deb Matlock. And be sure and watch. We will be posting. She will be back in June for our monthly chat. It will be exciting to see what our topic will be then. Be sure to check out all the amazing hosts and their shows on DivasThatCare.com. Have a fantastic day. Be kind to all. Give your animals an extra hug today and share your love with them. And until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.